0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Practice Squad jobber podcast. My name is Brett. I'm here as always with my co-host Referee Clark Feldman. Clark, how are you doing? Hey, what's up? What's up? Uh hanging in there. Hanging in there. How are you? Yeah, um you know, probably a slow news news episode for us. Oh, I was you know, going to say really you happens. got it. You got any any news for us to even cover this week? (laughs) So uh, everybody knows what's going on uh, with the punk and the elites and the AEW situation. Um, So we're not going to do our normal news episode. If we did that on top of this, it would be like a two hour episode. Um, We're not trying to do that today.
1: To be honest, like, I think that that media scrum, uh, that that pushed all the news that I, I might have had just out of my mind.
0: Yes, I- exactly. Um, so we're going to be talking a lot about that, our opinions on it. Um, we'll be talking about Saturday Nitro at Mall of America in Minneapolis or Bloomington, Minnesota, uh, this Saturday. Um, excited to talk about that. Who's going to be there? But we're going to start off with the AEW stuff. Like I said, it's going to be a little different um we don't really have any notes uh or any script anything like that we're just gonna talk some wrestling we're live pal <laughs> we're live pal um well i think that was my worst vince mcmahon impersonation ever i'm normally pretty <laughs> solid with it um might come back to that but uh if you're not familiar with uh what's going on with cm punk you live under a rock allow me to help um so CM Punk won the AEW world title over John Moxley at All Out. Uh, we'll get into MJF in a little bit. And uh, his post-media scrum, uh, this is oh what boy. Mr. Punk had
2: to say. My time, and this is a fucking business. Uh, why I'm a grown-ass adult man, and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business, but my friends... If I fall backwards, will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt never would have. My problem was I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top, okay? You call it jealousy, you call it envy, whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt, I have every invoice, I have every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree, to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer and you do not have to pay anymore. That's an email that I have. The only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had to counters to him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. And as soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, he sent the email, oh, can we please drop all this? Now, it's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target and they spread lies and bullshit and and put into a media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him want nothing to do with him do not care where he works where he doesn't work where he eats where he sleeps and the fact that I have to get up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing and if y'all are at fault fuck you if you're not I apologize but what did I ever do in this world to go to deserve an empty headed fucking dumb fuck like hangman adam page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself for what what did i do dave what did i ever do yeah (laughs) there's a goddamn thing 20 more minutes of this
0: (laughs) yep so uh, shout out to uh, Denise Salcedo from Fightful. Uh, she recorded the whole thing for everybody to listen to. Uh, at least her version was the one that I watched. I'm sure there were a few people.
1: I watched the uh, I watched the OG one because I was just like, okay, you know, okay. I'm unwinding from a show. Uh, let's check out the media scrum. And then I skipped to the beginning and I'm like, holy shit. Like he's, uh, it's not even just like a, hey, punk, how are you doing? He launched us right into that. Although I will note that the official AEW scrum, it had like some kind of weird vocal effect. So everybody sounded kind of like Darth Vader.
0: I mean, that's kind of cool, but <laughs> like slow down reverb uh, lo fi mix. Something like that was going yeah. on. And, and just to be clear, uh, Punk was not asked about Colt Cabana. The uh, As Colt or as CM Punk took his, uh, as he walked onto uh, the podium, uh, the table, whatever you want to call it the stage and he asked anybody if they were friends with colt cabana so this cm punk started this conversation um i think he so, called out
1: one reporter by asking yes. him like hey
0: do you do you improv oh yeah, yeah yeah um so i find it a little odd that punk brings up you know that it's 2022 and he's embarrassed that he has to t- talk about this when he's the one who brings it up at said scrum yeah. It's a little now, bit like
1: that meme where the person sticks to stick in their bicycle and yells out and blames something.
0: Yep. Um, so my opening thoughts on this, um, and this is tough because as wrestling fans, CM Punk is considered wrestling royalty to the hardcore audience. But, um, And I think he does a lot of good things as a person, but this is the reputation of punks that has followed him for years. Uh, And I think he was definitely given a clean slate and the benefit of the doubt when he returned to AEW had all the goodwill in the world. And in one night, um, burned it all to ash. Um, I'm not going to say he can't come back from this. I think a sincere apology would do wonders um however i also feel like cm punk has a bit of a martyr complex and we may not see that um clark what were your thoughts when uh when you heard everything when you saw it and uh what what were your initial thoughts
1: (laughs) my initial thoughts were like uh first i was like huh maybe you know maybe this is like some maybe i missed something from all out because i I caught like the highlights and I was tuning into the scrum. And then once he once he started dropping uh Colt's like a government name, mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, yeah, we're venturing like we're venturing into like this this is real. And then once yeah. it kept going, and once people kept trying to like steer away from it, and he would like jump back in with uh like something about like hangman or uh like the, the dirt sheet reporters, the EVPs, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's he this this, this this feels uncomfortable. This is like mom and dad are fighting at Christmas dinner levels of like unhinged here. Um, I've I've been a lifelong fan of like the UFC, and mm-hmm. it it was reminding me of uh, Goofcon. Goofcon refers okay. to um pretty much like the the Conor McGregor saga, where. All sorts of shenanigans happened during the pressers, like when he threw a grabbed grabbed a dolly and threw it at a bus, breaking the window. Um, that when me
0: was on and a bunch of other people, and yeah, yep.
1: Or or when he showed up late to the Nate Diaz presser and they started like throwing cans at each other, then their crew started scrapping. Goofcon in that case references like uh, how Red Dana White's face gets while he's just sitting there watching this chaos unfold. Yeah. So I I guess my initial thought there was like, it's interesting that for a while, like, uh, the UFC started to get more, started to feel more and more like sports entertainment. And now we're getting some of that, like, level of unhinged back in wrestling.
0: Yeah. Uh, especially on the AEW side of things. I mean, it's, we've been talking a lot lately about what to work, what to shoot. Um, an AEW what's a work shoot and um yeah the MJF stuff didn't help this at all (laughs) no um and I will say uh it sucks for MJF that you know he does have his big return and then this completely overshadows it but at the same time I was gonna say it's also a
1: little ironic that his stuff overshadowed Wardlow's moment and then this comes back around and like mjf returning is kind of like in the teeny tiny footnote
0: yeah um but yeah i mean when this happened and all of this happening at AEW right now and we've talked we've talked a lot about it um you know just personally and it's i feel like there's this big implosion that's coming um what was some of the I, I know there's a long list of things that fight full, Uh Sean Ross Melzer, uh, Meltzer, Alvarez from uh, The Observer. Um, uh, let's let's try to, uh, let's try to recap some of it. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm trying to piece together some of the timeline. So at one point after uh, Punk left the Media Scrum, some folks on Twitter had pointed out, it looked like a security guard was just booking it out one, mm-hmm. out one of the sides. Uh, that, that was, was confirming
0: the Keith Lee and Swerve uh, presser.
1: Yep, where it yep. felt like they were trying to lean into like kayfabe a bit, work shoot a bit, and like maybe steer this back on the. Oh yeah, this is all a work, but it, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think that ship sailed with uh, Punk's promo. Yes. Uh, that was interesting enough. Um, people had mentioned. Uh, Jericho had mentioned to Tony like hey uh, shit's going down like in a like not not in front of the reporters but like uh, giving him a giving him a a heads up that yeah something's going down Uh, that's something uh, apparently um, it turned out to be like a full-on brawl yes like it seemed like each each hour me and probably a lot of other people are tuned in like popcorn, ready to watch this train mm-hmm. wreck. We're watching it evolve from okay, some people fought to like, uh, someone got bit, uh, chairs were thrown, like just like a, a
0: full on scuffle. Yeah, Meltzer had described it as a melee, and uh, uh, the I mean, more news is coming out about it. It seems like almost every hour.
1: Yeah, um, I think uh, uh Sean Ross Sap in one of his uh one of his streams had mentioned like uh lives were on the line with all, which sounds like hyper- hyperbole, but it's like, you gotta keep in mind. If someone's swinging a chair with uh with bad yeah. intentions, like that, that could dome you. And you know, once, once you take the wrestling side out of it, if you're getting hit like a legit with a chair, that could, yeah, that could concuss
0: you. If not, you know, you're, you're done. though. you're, So let's set the table Uh, as far as right now, what we're aware of is far as this melee brawl, whatever you want to call it, Um, and more, even more came out today, and I'm sure more will continue to come out by the time this comes out tomorrow, Um, is that uh, Punk was in his his dressing room, and uh, this was after his presser, and the Young Bucks and Kenny approached his dressing room, knocked on the door, and Punk refused to answer um then uh i guess they kept banging on the door and either threatened to kick it down or did kick it down and then <laughs> brawl ensued
1: and of course the peanut gallery on twitter is like oh yeah like Kenny probably hit the super v kick. trigger on the door yeah
0: yeah super kick young bucks had a super kick party to yeah. and uh so from what we understand uh punk threw through punches at matt jackson uh, a steal through a chair that hit Nick Jackson in the eye and then he started uh, biting and pulling the hair of Kenny Omega Um, and I guess this went on for about six minutes.
1: Yeah, probably until like all hands on deck, like people people are yeah, it, pulling them apart,
0: separating them and poor Larry I know, I mean, yeah I, because uh, Larry's uh, Yeah, Larry's CM Punk dog's name, right? Yep. yep Larry was there when this was Happening, and that's the part that upsets Me, uh, you know Being a big animal lover is All this is going down, fists flying dad's, dad's fighting And, you know, Larry's just Watching all this, probably freaking out um, But yeah uh, So all of this has happened We're finding out more and more as it goes uh clark what do you think happens we're totally uh just predicting this at this point what do you think happens uh the fallout of this we found out that discovery is very unhappy and they want cm punk gone so to, um,
1: so to add some like uh, like weird i guess like context on the discovery side uh, mm-hmm. many many moons ago uh there was a competitor to ufc called strike force they had a tv deal with i believe cbs and during one of their live events, um, post-match, a uh, guy jumps into the cage. Like, uh, one, one of the UFC guys or strike force, uh, roster members, mind you, it wasn't just some random fan grabs the mic. And uh, cuts a promo saying like, Hey, when do I get a title shot? And I believe it was Nate Diaz started brawling with him. And then that turned into a whole, uh, fracas where Nate Diaz's team started jumping in, throwing punches and, um, um Jason Miller's team also started jumping in, throwing punches. CBS was so embarrassed out there immediately they took Strike Force off the air. Uh Strike Force uh, as noteworthy as becoming like that was that was the first place where like Ronda Rousey, Misha mm-hmm. Tate, and a lot, of, a lot of other uh uh athletes got their start. Yep. So I I'm I'm getting like flashbacks of that where like, yeah, Discovery probably came down hard and was like, yeah, this is like they like whether they they understand wrestling or not they're like they're probably just like yeah we don't we don't care if this is a work shoot or whatever like we can't have like our top guys fighting and causing
0: a media circus right and i mean the the promo that cm punk is uh speaking to uh that hangman cut i mean at the time watching it i mean yeah it was it was a sharp line but i mean. And I don't know Hangman personally, but I'm sure I don't know if I saw it as him trying to get in business for himself by bringing that line up. I'm sure he thought it was fair game because they're trying to get a reaction out of each other and their promos aren't scripted in AEW. But Punk obviously took great offense to uh, the line about Colt Cabana. Um, Which is weird because I'm pretty sure other people have taken
1: shots or referenced Yeah, reference that like you look at like Kingston's uh
0: promo that's been making the circles, and that got pretty shooty, yeah. And uh, and that brings up another point. Uh, Eddie Kingston was recently suspended for uh, how did he describe it? Pie face, like just pie face, yep. Uh, to Sammy Guevara, he was suspended for two weeks. Um, so something's gotta happen here um now there are believe it or not two sides to this there is the majority of the side that is siding with the elite on this um and then there is the minority that is siding with cm punk i do believe there is a part of this um where cm punk is not at fault i do not believe it is okay to force yourself into somebody's dressing room sure Um, Completely regardless of the reason why, Um, if the person is not in the mental state where they don't want to talk to anybody, maybe CM Punk is gathering himself, you know, it's hitting him what he said. Uh, This is all speculation, of course, but he doesn't want to talk to anybody right now because he's not in the right mindset. And then somebody kicks down your door. It's I understand where the first reaction might be to throw a fist. Because you don't know what the person on the other end's intentions are. Uh, this is just playing devil's advocate. I'm not saying CM Punk was in the right at all. Um, but there are two sides to this, and I think it's important that we do bring that up. Sure, and I, I think, like, heat of the moment, like... Yeah. It's it's
1: easy for us to sit here and be like, oh, like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but, like, tempers mm-hmm. were at, like, nuclear here. Yes. Um, and, like, so- Punk had mentioned... Like if, if anyone had any problems with him, like they knew where to find him, they can come see him in his room. So, you know, maybe they're yeah. just like, well, time to take him up on that offer. And then.
0: Yeah. So, and obviously there's, we only know so much of this, um, but God Clark, if you're, if you're Tony Khan, what do you do here? Cause obviously CM Punk is your cash cow. Uh, but you started this with, the Bucks, Kenny, Cody. Um, what do you think is the right course of action for AEW, Tony Khan, et cetera, at this point? Being well, uh, in the wrestling industry as long as you have.
1: <laughs> well, I, I haven't seen like this level of locker room drama, so I can't really speak much on that. But I but it's not like this at first wrestling. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, not at all. <laughs> or or like really any of the other locker rooms I've been in. Yeah. I've only like, been in one, so I can't really I can't really offer too much hindsight in this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um but like uh one of uh one of the people that's been uh, breaking some of this news and has been getting their stuff confirmed by uh Sean Rossap, he'd mentioned like not really a, not really an update, but uh Tony Khan has started to lean in on folks like uh Tony Shavani. Mm-hmm. Like Tony is now Tony is now like as of like today, I guess, uh, Tony's right hand man. Yeah, which is probably good because he's 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 definitely a dude that's seen a lot go down in WCW. Mm-hmm. He's he's lived through like that chaos. I, I'd i say if I was Tony, I'd start leaning on guys like Tony, which this is so yep. confusing to say um, and leaning on guys like Sting and Chris Jericho because they've seen this go down and I can many other places.
0: I mean, how many times has Chris Jericho been a part of something like this? Sure. I mean, yeah. So I think that that's a great point as well. Uh, I think. He... And it sounds by
1: like all accounts, like Jericho stepped in and he was, he was kind of like dad, like laying, laying yeah. down the law here. And a lot of people credited him for. Uh, I I guess maybe like de-escalating the situation right i mean it's hard to come back from like chairs and stuff being thrown but like
0: nobody went to jail or the hospital So you know like and uh i from what we've heard a lot of people are surprised that nobody went to jail or there were no charges pressed uh because i mean not from a technical standpoint this is assault yeah which
1: it's it's really weird too when when I hop on Twitter and you see all the old timey people are like, "Yeah, well, back in the territory days, you, yeah, you'd carry a knife in in your luggage and stuff your your money in your boot." I'm like, "Yeah, but like that was then. <laughs> this is now." Yeah, like sure, don't be a cop caller, maybe like, but at the same time, like uh,
0: someone doesn't want to scrap, they're they're gonna they're they're gonna call the five zero if uh. If I'm Tony Khan, I think the best course of action—and this is just my opinion—I uh, think everybody is at an eleven as far as uh, emotion right now. Everybody that's involved. Uh, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm telling Punk, I'm telling uh, I, I'm telling the Bucks, Kenny, uh, and Hangman, who wasn't even involved in this. I mean and we'll get into that in a bit because that is something i want to talk about hangman side of things um i'm telling all of those individuals uh to stay home they're not coming to tv for dynamite not coming for rampage and then we will figure we will all get in a room the following wednesday early in the morning and we will Talk this out. Um, <laughs> that's going to be tough because so many of your champions and all of the world around you is going to want to know what's going on. Come Dynamite, uh, but I think, I think that's the best way to handle this. It, um, what do you think? Well, so far,
1: um, it's 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 been confirmed that none of them will be appearing at uh, at a Dynamite tomorrow. They'd pulled in, uh, they'd pulled in Jericho and Moxley, and they'll probably be pulling in some other people. Because uh, it sounds like it sounds like those guys, and then um, they specified like they're not sure if it's unrelated or or not. But like uh, there there's also uh, some some other folks that were uh, some of some of the
0: officials that were in the room were also like told, "Hey, stay home." Yeah, and I I do believe that that is the right course of action. I hadn't heard that yet, but um. Do you think I, this is something everybody can come back from with nobody being fired? No. I no. think that I think this
1: is uh a- anything short of like uh you, you ever you ever see that uh that, that Metallica documentary where they hired a bunch of therapists uh to to work their shit through? I did uh, not. But some some kind of monster. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. Anything short of like a some kind of monster level, like they've they've got like therapists and all all mm-hmm. of that stuff invested to get them to work out their problems. no, it's it, it sounded at like different points last night, like the elite were ready to walk.
0: yes, I heard that as well. um and it's it's come down to pretty much like uh, punk or the elite, yep. Uh, I think no brainer. Regardless of what Tony Khan decides here, uh, Ace Steele has to go.
1: Um, yeah, which which is unfortunate because like he's um he's you know he's a well known dude throughout the Midwest and a lot of mm-hmm. people have said like yeah like this sucks because like he got his he got his chance to like to shine because like uh, like in his own right like he's he's like an OG indie legend. Right. Uh, beyond the scenes like producer and trainer now people know people are going to know him now is hey is that fucker that bit Kenny Omega yeah
0: um, when people have
1: Go talked ahead. about like yo like he's he's a good dude so like or like you know like a very valuable trainer so that's unfortunate for him but yeah he's it's a time you that's it's it's like if, if either of us like uh, threw a chair at our bosses, we we wouldn't be told to take the night off. No,
0: we'd be in a cell.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not not a hell in a cell or anything fun nope. either. Just like no nope. just regular mystery meat sandwich
0: tank. on a tray. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeping yep. on a steel mattress, I'm assuming. Um Let's talk about the the hangman aspect of this, because he's been very quiet, kept to himself about it. I mean, every now and then he'll tweet something like, uh, like, uh, hey, what's going on, guys? You know, stuff like that. But he hasn't really talked about this. He he wasn't there for the confrontation. Um, I remember John Silver tweeting a picture of hangman like awkwardly in catering, uh, sitting across from him when CM Punk called him out the other night um and and it's just it's weird to me that this is the hill cm punk's chosen to die on like this is the person uh hangman is universally loved by wrestling fans one thing
1: i did want to i wanted to cover in in regards like punk and like hangman Mm -hmm. uh one of uh One of the things that, like, uh, Punk was up, it sounded like he was upset about with Hangman. It was like, he'd mentioned, we've got, like, this all-star cast of coaches and trainers at AEW. He he listed off, like, Dean Malenko, um, Mm -hmm. Regal, others, and seemed to take a lot of offense that Hangman had never reached out to uh, any of those folks for advice or just kind of said, like, yeah, I'm good. Um, It's... Like on the other side of the coin, it's not like uh hangman Adam Page is just some backyarder that the, the bucks right. are a bone to. He was in a lot of noteworthy programs during de- uh, mm-hmm. during roh. And it sounds like uh, uh during his like New Japan run, Tanahashi especially took a liking to him.
0: Yeah. So and uh and I'll admit, like in 2017, if you tell me five years from now, uh hangman is at a point going to be the most popular member of Bullet Club Elite, whatever you want to call it. I would have said you're crazy because he was their mid-card guy.
1: Right. Like I was just like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's he's kind of like the dude he's with good.
0: Them. Yeah. And now he's he is so beloved. And he he's just the way he interacts with people, uh, his viewpoint on things, uh, his tweet about Kane, you know, just Tweeting a compilation of chair shots to the head that Kane took uh, for... Yeah, very some good at it. Twitter. Yes. And uh, just seems like the world's nicest guy. Again, we don't know him personally backstage, anything like that. Um, right. Uh, but yeah, it just like- it seems so weird to me that this is the one Punk decides to go head-to-head with.
1: And, you know, like, I, I listen off, like... Like some of the learning trees he he'd gotten to sit under, like our ROH yeah. had, like a like Jimmy Jacobs, uh, BJ Whitmer, Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just like some some jabronis, mind you. So right, I I think like it almost feels like Punk's slight is just like you know there there are more avenues than just
0: being like an ex WWE guy. Yeah. And uh, I believe one of his comments was uh, about people who hadn't been anywhere. And it's not like Hangman, like you said, Ring of Honor, New Japan, now AEW. It's not like because he just because he wasn't in WWE, that doesn't mean that he wasn't hasn't been anywhere. And it it's really odd to me that that's the viewpoint that Punk takes. And it's, it's he odd had for... such a gripe with WWE.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say for for someone that is very like I, I've got a I've got a new outlook on life. Like I'm free mm-hmm. from the WWE. It's 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 weird, but also I could can see that from the viewpoint. of Like you ask a you ask a casual fan, like someone who kind of like you know fell off in the Attitude Era or right. like the Cena Era. Like hey, who do you like? If you showed them a picture of like Punk and Page, like hey, which of the these guys? Do you know, they'd probably put, point to Punk.
0: So like right, I guess you know like I I, I can see that right and that makes sense uh but i mean punk knows aew isn't catering to the casual fan like i I, I think he
1: go ahead i think he wants to like when he when he's uh when he's talking when he's having his comments about how like hangman page uh uh basically ruined their chance at a million dollar house
0: yeah and i i don't agree with that but whatever um his viewpoint so yeah it's also
1: it's also like uh i I don't have the the graphics handy but i'm Mm -hmm. assuming like uh the ratings etc haven't been like gangbusters like you know pre or post punk they've been kind of about the same however i do know like like punk is Really helped him out with avenues as far as like sponsors and especially
0: merch sales. Yeah. Um, And apparently Punk has been uh, the key factor for getting some people signed to AEW recently. Um, So apparently he's been a big part of that. Um, But it does sound like locker room once again, very divided. Um, Last part of this and then we'll move on. Uh, Let's kind of go down the road for and i don't envy tony Khan having to make this decision one um, uh,
1: one one less side too like sure I, uh, like people are going like full like that that charlie day always sunny philadelphia meme like yep. just connecting all these old promos and things like that mm-hmm. um one of the interesting ones is like i i don't think it's the reason like cody had left for uh the wwe but people circle back on him mentioning like when he was asked where where does he see AEW a year from now, and he'd predicted like there's there's gonna be like a, a lot of conflict backstage between the OGs of AEW and then a lot of these ex WWE guys coming in.
0: Yeah, and we're seeing that unfold right now. And uh, so let's go down both avenues here. Let's say let's say Tony Khan sides with the elite here. What do you think is the fallout after this and what happens?
1: I think a couple like Punk's gone. I think he's gone from wrestling. Like uh you don't some, think Triple H picks up the phone call. You don't think he picks up the phone? Um, Sean Ross had alluded to like Triple H is definitely gonna want to kick the tires and see who lots what, but mm-hmm. uh just going off of how like Punk tends to when when he when he has grudges, he has grudges for life. I don't think kidding. I don't think any any uh, any check amount's going to get him to 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 do one last run. I think At if least, he's
0: definitely not right away.
1: Yeah, I, I think if he's out like uh, that's it for for his
0: wrestling career. Uh, all right, now let's go the other end. If Tony Khan picks CM Punk to back him in this, what do you think happens?
1: Oh, well, it'd be kind of silly to call it all elite wrestling when you have the elite leaving. Yes.
0: And um, I I, think... I believe if it goes down that avenue, and this may seem like a very extreme mindset, I believe it is the beginning of the end for AEW.
1: Um, yeah, I, I don't want to be like, you know, apocalyptic here, but, uh, I could think of a good chunk of people that would probably walk or just be like, oh, okay, yeah, now I'm going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And it would, it would be like a lot of uh, a lot of like the AWOGs OGs or a lot of people that came up from the more like indie indie roots versus right. Uh, spending some time in the E for, for a little bit.
0: Yeah. I just, I, I 100% believe if it goes that direction, it will get to that apocalyptic standpoint. and we probably we probably differ in this. you You've seen more uh, backstage stuff than I have. But I think if you lose Kenny and the bucks and a good chunk of the OG roster because that's what's gonna happen, um, you're risking losing discovery, you're risking so many things. you're you're risking a lot of your business partners. Um, you're you're risking backstage staff, not just roster you're risking producers you're risking uh camera people everybody's gonna have an opinion on this and i think if tony makes the mistake of siding with punk i mean and as tony doesn't hide he shows massive favoritisms towards cm punk Um, yeah
1: it's i think this is unfortunately the time where he's gonna He's got to stop being a dude that's like collecting all of his favorite toys and step up and be the boss or put someone in charge that can, that
0: can, you know, make those calls. And and do we think that he's capable of that? Because right now from everything I've seen, I don't think Tony Khan is capable of that.
1: Uh, Like, I I don't know the guy well enough to really say like.
0: I will say this. I brought it up uh, before in the NFL world. Former players of the Jacksonville Jaguars have mentioned that uh, their frustrations stem from how much say Tony Khan has over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, He's not a football background guy, um, but he has a lot of say in contract talks, free agency, draft choices. And there are people that are appointed for those roles. And when it comes to his dad, Tony, in some situations, uh, would get the nod. A- and I could get where that would be frustrating. A- is Tony the kind of guy who is going to be able to admit that he was wrong? Um, Sure, in smaller instances, he has. But in bigger, he lashes out. He gets defensive. And yeah, I want like, AEW to stay around. I do. I love AEW. We've covered that, like, like, sometimes, like, yeah, like,
1: tony needs to put the phone down and not tweet like this isn't like the message board days where um someone takes a shot at him he could dunk on him like it's just like a lot of people have commented just the optics alone of like tony just sitting there while punk's going off and not like saying like hey cut the mic or Mm -hmm. you know just like people are saying he's smiling but like no,
0: I, I you could tell he was clearly uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, like I tend to look like I'm smiling when I'm like fucking nervous. So like I yeah. get it like the. Yes.
0: You know, like the what is happening here, because it's like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you've put CM Punk on this pedestal to now where it's he feels he can say whatever he wants and he's without can, like,
1: repercussion. I think he said something in the promo like he's trying to run a business
0: here. Yeah. And uh, I think this is this is that crossroads for AEW um, on what happens to it moving forward. This is I think this is the biggest decision Tony Khan will have to make have to have made to this point in regards to the company and promotion of AEW.
1: Yeah, because like sure, if Punk goes, um, you know, maybe, maybe some of those sponsorships dry up, or yep. you have some people walking, but I'm like the elite walk, uh, there goes forbidden door. Yep. I I can easily see them not not having as much interest or
0: not not being as much of like a, a 50-50 partnership. Right. At, at and, and we're of- not saying we're not saying it's going to go one way or the other. I I wanted to discuss what, you know, what we thought, uh, what it looked like like for each side. Um, Because I think a lot of people are just saying, oh, Punk's gone. Well, there is, there is another option. And if that option is taken, there are consequences to that decision. Um, And I thought it was important that we talk about it. Yeah. Like I, I also wasn't, I, I was a kid
1: during like all the, all the Sean and Brett stuff. Like we didn't have yeah. the dirt sheets then. So I'm like, I kind of wonder what the vibe was during that time when like <laughs> they were, they were at each other's throats, but they were still able mm-hmm. to be professional enough to, uh,
0: you know, do some matches. Right. And if I'm Tony Khan, the first in my mindset, I'm trying to get these guys in a room together and I'm trying to get this figured out. If I can't punk's got to go. And it's unfortunate, but those, that has to be a and B. If you can't get this figured out, if you can't get everybody in a room and leave that, I don't care how long it takes. I don't care if it's a six hour meeting. By the end of it, everybody's got to be on the same page. If you can't do that, punk's got to go. And I think uh
1: that's that's also where i think like he has to step in and be the boss because uh yes. you ever try to get two people together that really hate each other um it sucks yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and especially when you've got somebody with the mindset of a cm punk it's you know we you, you talked about how he holds grudges um he is one of the most and in an industry that is run by egos CM Punk has one of the largest egos wrestling has ever seen
1: yeah this will be interesting it's that that that's also like even another interesting thing to think about going forward like for the people outside with the elite like is is he gonna like hold some sort of grudge against them going forward like even if it's just Mm -hmm. like a like obviously he's he's been able to be professional because up until this reached the boiling point he was able
0: to coexist with uh, Colt around. Yeah. Well, and I I mean it it is quite the coincidence that uh, Colt was moved very quickly to Ring of Honor and it was talked and there were discussions that we've talked about of Colt being axed <laughs> altogether and it was the Bucks it was the Elite. Uh, it was hangman and a lot of the locker room that told Tony no Colt Colt stays.
1: Also a lot of the like I, I know like Melter and uh, Brian Alvarez especially like came like came out today and they were like yeah we didn't break that news like that's that's been the longstanding rumor and yeah you know
0: fans are dumb they're able to put two and two together. Yes. But uh, we will see where this continues to go. And there are so many pieces to it. There are so many opinions. Uh, last thing I'll bring up. Somebody tweeted today that I thought was really funny. Um, I feel like we're going to
1: be doing a lot of one last things because, like, we're freewheeling this. And I, yeah. I keep having a few more more one yes. last things,
0: too. This is my one last thing. Uh, someone had tweeted today, hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson. And this is CM Punk, best in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I also saw the... Uh, uh
1: my, my friend just did uh you know uh stone cold sitting across from punk. God damn punk, can I call you punk or is it Phil? Anyway, god damn man, you're sitting there eating those goddamn cupcakes, flap your gums. What the hell happened?
0: Yeah, this is uh we're living in quite the era of wrestling right now. Uh this and it'll be I, amazing I like... to see where everything is a year from now. It seems like whenever that large
1: uh, Hadron Collider goes off, like we enter a wacky universe.
0: Yes. Um, God, we've talked about this before, but it seems like every week at this point, it is something completely landscape altering in the wrestling world that we're, we're talking about.
1: Yeah. Like I, I can imagine like wrestling historians, just looking back on like this chunk of time.
0: God just 2022 Um, by itself just it's a whole book
1: yeah uh i guess like my last thought too is like hey in in the event like tony like decides like hey we're gonna roll with punk we're gonna keep him as champion um the uh, like if if they don't like take if they don't pull him from tv for a while colt cabana is gonna become his cm punk
0: champ yeah oh I, i didn't even think of that yeah uh, that seemed, so to, that seemed
1: to get under his skin when, like, just one fan, like, cha- was obnoxiously chanting Colt out at him. Yeah. That's that's where he cut that promo where he's like, uh, I got, like, 18 screws in my leg, and that's more than you've ever gotten.
0: Yeah. Um, so let's shift to something uh, a bit more that we're looking forward to. Uh, we got <laughs> Saturday Nitro coming up. Um, now, it was... Am I crazy or did I see that Colt Cabana at one point was mentioned for that show? Uh, Let me look at the Or did I imagine that? Because I don't see him on the lineup anymore, but I swear I saw an announcement of Colt Cabana for a meet and greet.
1: Oh yeah. He, he is uh, at least I'm looking at the graphic from yesterday. He Mm -hmm. is on the, he's on the graphic for the fan fest. Now, okay. like full disclosure here, even though I referee for First Wrestling, I am finding out like matches and updates as you guys are. So I yeah. apologize if you think there's gonna be any breaking news. Like,
0: can't yeah, click. We were going that down one. that avenue. Yep. No, yep. Uh, I, I will say I'm. If I have to say this, then I'm sorry. Uh, I shouldn't have to say this. You should know this already. Don't ask Colt about CM Punk and what's going on, guys. Like, go be a fan.
1: There, there was
0: like one goofball.
1: Uh, sorry, I gotta grab the cat here. Um, <laughs> when when he was booked for a show, there was one like goofball like podcast crew that oh. like right off the bat wanted to try and ask him about punk, and that was even before like all the all all of this transpired. Like, it's if you go onto his Twitch streams mentioning it, it's pretty much like an auto ban. Like it's yeah.
0: Yeah, and yeah, just uh, God, are those wrestling seen... podcast guys just the fucking worst?
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just think, that, think they can sponsor a show and then, uh, you know, have uh, free reign to ask what they want.
0: I mean, like, I didn't understand quite the reputation that uh, podcasts, wrestling podcast guys had with, like, locker rooms and stuff, like, uh, people don't realize it took a really long time for me to get your trust and like people around uh, because of the reputation people had, and I it I hate it so much. Like it's we're here trying to uh, be super positive and promote the people and promotions that we love, and then you got so many dipshit douchebags like that guy bringing up CM Punk to Colt Cabana.
1: Yeah, and, and- it's. I feel like a lot of it is to like try and be those people like oh we're we're breaking the news here or oh we're stirring yeah. up the we're stirring the pot for clickbait, or it could just even be as simple as like we want to pretend we're part of the business too, so we have like a yeah a main line to some of these talents and you know talent can see that coming a mile away.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> talent knows when there's an ulterior motive. Um but uh, yeah, let's talk some Saturday Nitro. Today was announced: Orange Cassidy versus Effie. I, I am th- so excited for that.
1: I I I I got home. Or I got home from work, took a little nap, ski, woke up, saw that was it. I was like, oh my god, because uh the their their first match was um, f- fantastic, and I feel like you know, especially for the Mall of America, this is gonna be a.
0: This is going to be a highlight match. And uh so Clark, when it comes to like an Effie or OC match that uh you're obviously huge fans and friends with both of them, uh do you push backstage to to ref a match like that? It just happens. Like okay. My my thing my thing is a
1: referee um is I I don't like to I don't like to be that dude that's like shows up and was like hey i I, i'm taking this match this match and this match like and then you guys figure out the rest it's happened to me and i think it's stupid yeah um i like there there's a lot of there there's a lot of refs that that place like a a big value on even like getting the main event Mm -hmm. like i i need to have the main event to like
0: to flex or whatever
1: Wait, I look at like,
0: God damn it! Don't give me the Dante Martin match again. I'm not ready for that cardio. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, I'm the one that tries to get out of it. I'm
1: like, come on, yeah, you, you know what? You, this is your moment to shine. You have the main. I can change out of my clothes and uh, start decompressing, and you know, maybe have a drink quicker. <laughs> but yeah, like, I have. Um, it's it's it seems like. It seems like uh, referees tend to have like a chemistry with uh, different wrestlers. It's, it's maybe weird to say that, but you know, it's just, just like wrestlers have like a, like they have great chemistry or like no chemistry. It's like other wrestlers yeah. happens with the refs. Um, it, it seems like I, I, I tend to get like requested for like any, any FV match. And I've ended up in a lot of OCs matches. So yeah, if we'll see if, if I, if I, if I head to the show and I see I'm I'm there on the ref sheet cool if not then um hopefully I can take a moment from running around and like catch some of it
0: yeah uh well we will be I don't I don't remember if it was listed as golden circle or VIP but whatever it is we're going to be on the ground floor ringside um and I'm super excited for it um but uh, from a fan's perspective, when it comes to first wrestling, it's I mean, you you guys have a solid ref crew. Uh, we I guess we assume that you guys all get along like, oh, you, yeah, Rob and James. Like, do you talk about what matches you've got? Uh, what, what's it like for the three zebras in the back?
1: Three zebras in the back and sometimes Bryce when he used to you know, be able yeah. to come around. Uh, do you think there's a chance that
0: we see Bryce?
1: Probably not. <laughs> No, I don't know. I mean, he did make an appearance for uh, uh, the LVAC for um, but that's also a lot of his uh, like you know, current AEW friends and colleagues, and also uh, yeah. his you know, friends from the Chikara days. So I don't know, right? I, I would love to see senior official Bryce personally. Uh, never say never, yep, never say never, but yeah, um, we keep it really chill in the back, I think. I think if I think honestly we we pick straws for like who gets the main. Yeah. Um because all of us are kind of in the mindset of like if we do the main, that's like one, you know, we gotta we gotta pull out all the stops. It's is the main event, and we'd rather
0: mm-hmm.
1: I I know that sounds terrible, like you know, to be like a bunch of refs are like, oh yeah, like you know, we we give it a we do give it a hundred percent out there, but oh absolutely.
0: Also anybody who's seen all three of you guys rep, no one has ever said you guys don't give a hundred percent.
1: But also, like, you know, we want to give our hundred percent and maybe, maybe uh, have a have a little we're off the clock drinky
0: earlier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, usually, and I don't think Eric Cannon's the type of promoter that would tolerate a referee not giving a hundred percent. Oh no, not
1: at all. Like if no if uh if someone's uh if someone's just there to i don't know you know be a body like they're they're gone yeah
0: yeah if you're it's... not sweating after a dante martin match uh you you're gone <laughs> or, or you're probably in really good shape i'm i'm just naturally a sweaty <laughs> dude i don't know <laughs> if there is a level of shape to ref a dante martin match where you're not sweating but um so the other match that's been announced, uh, Rob Van Dam versus Dante Martin. So that is the match, Clark. Uh, if I see you coming coming out to ref that one, I'm just gonna smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just be
1: up, like um, it'll 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 be, you know, it's uh, it, I think that one's gonna be like the, like the primo like old school versus new school. We, yep. We've had you know like it's gonna be so good. Absolutely. I mean, Rob's still got it. He's had a, a fantastic uh, run over in Japan. Um, so, I, I don't
0: know. I, it's going to be the clash of old school versus new school. If you've got that match, I will take you to uh, Dix or Hooters and get you a beer, I promise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, pretty sure have, I'm pretty sure they have drinks like, uh, like available for Golden Circle and VIP. Did not know that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like a bar is included in on in that. They're also, I think, testing out like can we f- can we sell beverages of the adult variety right. at
0: these events? Because it's a family-friendly event. It's small of America. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of kinks that uh Canon First and uh Moa are gonna have to work out and figure out in the next few days. I imagine it's gonna be pretty crazy. I'm I'm pretty sure they've got most of it ironed out. It's just a lot of right. like the that's gonna be a lot of like the day-to-day stuff. And uh I I'm not saying, you know, I predicted this like two months ago or whatever, but uh fight TV streaming Saturday Nitro. Yeah, that was news to
1: me, and I'm I'm stoked for that. That'll be yeah, that'll be a great way for uh those of you that you know were unable to get tickets or you know, just Correct. slept in. Yeah. Um and that'll Glad be, that'll be from... a terrible
0: day to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right yeah but um that, that'll be away from uh people that are you know unable to attend to check it out i've honestly been tempted to grab the replay or i'll probably grab the dvd just to yeah you know, absolutely have that it's, historical it's piece
0: yeah yeah absolutely
1: it's yeah uh, it's, it's it's starting to sink in for me too like i'm i'm honestly i'm not gonna lie i'm a little i'm a little nervous like part of me is trying to get into the mindset of like okay you know Treat it like just about any other first show. It's gonna just be a little louder. And then there's a little voice in the back of my head that's going like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. You're yeah,
0: you're uh you're gonna be it's officiating at the hall of America. Right. I might I mean, just looking at the layout and the different floors and how they all surround the ring area, it's just it's gonna be such a cool environment, and I can't wait.
1: Yeah. Just rewatch
0: the first nitro. Like it's like, yep. It's going to be so good. Unfortunately, no pasta mania. I had, uh, I had completely forgotten about pasta mania. So Chris Huffman had posted, uh, something about, uh, pasta mania doesn't look like that'll be returning for Saturday nitro. And I had tweeted something cause I completely forgot about Hulk Hogan being a part of that. Uh, what <laughs> is pasta <laughs> mania and how do no I. No side bread for you brother. Yeah. Uh, I had said, what is Pasta Mania and how does one participate? And then Sarah Dope uh, tweeted, she's like, I too would like to know this information. And then Chris had posted a picture of Hulk Hogan wearing a Pasta Mania shirt with spaghetti, and I've never been so disappointed by anything in my entire life.
1: Yes. Um, to to recap Pasta Mania, it was one of Hulk Hogan's many ill-fated and
0: ill-advised uh, business ventures. Um, I thought it was Chris Huffman had a friggin pasta like program or uh party or no it, it was
1: it was a real thing there's 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 uh commercials uh, on YouTube of Hulk Hogan advertising things such as Hulk Hulk use and I forget the other ones. It lasted yeah. for maybe like two or three months at the Mall of America. uh some of the people I actually got to meet a couple people I got to try it and they are like, yeah, it' was like cafeteria food level.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I am nominating Chris Huffman personally for the level of disappointment that I got to, uh, organize a pasta mania for, uh, for all of us. And, uh, I will not take no for an answer. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm sure we'll see I'm how sure.
0: far that goes.
1: <laughs> I, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll put pasta mania here above like, uh, you know, finishing up all the MOA <laughs> stuff.
0: I'll tell you what though, if he does promise some sort of pasta event and does something like uh, like just wears a t-shirt or something,, uh, he's gonna have Sarah dope to deal with, and that is not not a situation I'd want to be in. <laughs> but she'll be there. Mouse will be there. You got uh, Warhorse. Uh, I believe he's been announced. Billy Starks. Uh Thunder we've got our first wrestling world champion, Darren Corbin, gonna be there. The FW champion Devon Monroe. It's gonna be amazing. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, yep. I'm I'm just going off of the fan fest, like uh for you know some of the folks that are oh god I mentioned know. there. However, like again, I, I have no idea if any of these people are also wrestling the next day. Like, we right. just had like Dante Martin and R V D confirm that's about it. Uh, because I don't and know North Cassidy
0: and Effie. Yep,
1: yep, yep. Like, so I'm, I'm not sure. Like, who's all available for the fan fest? Who's available for the show? Like, right? Yeah. Because, like, is Rampage, uh, is Rampage live or taped that
0: day? Oh, uh, good question. I don't know on that one, Clark. Yep. When are you gonna get a meet and greet? <laughs> I don't know. Just uh, here, here's the meet and greet. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> I think you would be very surprised at uh, the number of people that would like a ref Clark Feldman meet and greet from first wrestling. Sure. I just don't want to
1: steal like thunder from anyone else being like, why is that stupid ref? Like, uh, got, got like people lining up to like, get an eight by 10 or take a photo.
0: Well, I mean, if, if you did it at like, uh, like a wrestle Palooza, like where you've got your own side of the merch table, I, I think, I think you'd be very surprised at the level of support you have
1: sure like i've i do ha- i've been sitting on about like uh four shirt designs they, they are on like the the first teespring site mm-hmm. but i've i've been sitting on wanting to do like a actual print run of a couple of those and uh you know doing more than a half ass job of just like hanging out after the show to like say like hey thanks for coming
0: and I know you're very like when uh, the ref Clark Feldman chants. You're very respectful of the talent on the roster. You don't want to take any, any of the spotlight or shine away from them. But Clark, it's it's okay to have a moment for yourself. It's okay, my guy.
1: <laughs> sure, I do that. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. You guys got it out of your system yeah. now. Now let's 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 uh, let's give it up for the people you paid to see.
0: So what's what do you think your reaction is going to be like if? You've got four levels of Mall of America chanting referee Clark Feldman. I'm gonna face bomb. <laughs> I will get it started.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna face uh, like that, that's gonna be the historical, like, you know, this is this is gonna be historical footage. They're they're gonna they're gonna look at this out of context in five, 10, 20 years and be like, well, why the hell are they chanting for the ref?
0: <laughs> Uh, I love that it's first wrestling do, doing this I really do um but yeah that's that's pretty much what we got for you today um uh one quick thing i, I it doesn't seem like anybody knows but what do you think is the percentage that Malachi black has really wrestled his last match?
1: um I think it's like it sounds like the reports were like uh uh following following his match at all out he gave a bow to the crowd and then like mm-hmm. Lucas goodbye. Uh I think unfortunately like it's it's a pretty good chance. If you watch his TikToks like he went into excruciating detail about like yeah. uh dry needling and it sounds like his back's been pretty messed up.
0: Yeah, it's just I'm I'm bummed that we don't get more of a send-off for him. Like if he's going to go like let, let's give him the exit that he deserves or maybe he doesn't want that though. I I don't know
1: like i don't know in a perfect world he would ha- he would be like a he would booked he'd be booked as like a like a like, almost like a part timer like big event yeah. guy yeah like you him plenty and maybe of maybe they can
0: work that out um i think he's still young enough to where, you know maybe he takes some time off and then figures it out but uh yeah uh, i was really sad to see that that might be the last time we ever see malachi black yeah um i think I think, too, like any, anything like
1: spinal or in that region, like yeah. that's regardless of your age, that's that's scary
0: stuff uh, to to have go wrong. Yeah. And uh, uh, anything else you want to you want to spotlight before we go? Uh, Not not really. I mean, this was kind of fun. I, I kind of liked the whole just debating and just working out uh, what, what's going on in wrestling. It was yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, good luck editing my 200 uh,
1: ums and uhs and <laughs> so It'll so this forms so this forms a concise podcast. But uh if if you've stuck with us, if you like this new format, you know, let us know. Yeah, let us think, know. Think if you think it sucks. Prefer let this, us know too.
0: Yeah, if you prefer this or the news uh the, the way that we've done it before, uh let us know. Uh, I, I'm sure we'll do a mix of both moving forward. But uh I, I did enjoy this and Uh, I think we'll use this format when something big happens, which as we brought up, seems to be every week at this point. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But uh, all right, everybody. uh, Thank you for listening. As always, stay safe. And uh, see you at Saturday Nitro. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Peace.